This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. You know, traveling through America and living in an RV, most everybody says, oh my gosh, you are living the life. (laughs) (laughs) Started laughing, didn't you? Yeah. Well, we are in a way. Sort of, yeah. But life is real and there are real issues. Oh, yeah. And I remember somebody once telling me, what does RV stand for? Ruined vacation. (laughs) And I understand that because life is not perfect. There's always going to be problems. And the problems that we're going to talk about in this particular episode almost made us stop doing this. This took us to the brink a lot of tears i cried a lot (laughs) well we were in the black hills of south dakota and patty's sister peg her twin sister had come to visit Mm -hmm. for your birthday oh yeah we had so much fun (laughs) yeah it was really a lot of fun it was sad to take her to the airport but yeah we we had had to go back to rapid city yep drop her off at the airport so she can go back home to cleveland darn it and we had to have the rear axle of our rv inspected in torrington wyoming at a nearby Ford dealer. That was the only place we could find in that area. Right. We were actually going to be heading west and going to Yellowstone and we wanted to check out Yeah, we wanted to check out all the parks, but that just kinda put a stop to everything. So we had to head south down to Torrington, Wyoming. It was vital that we have that rear axle inspected by Ford because they probably had to rebuild all of the bearings. Mm-hmm. And that is a lot of work. It's mm-hmm. probably about two, three hours worth of work just right. to take it apart. Oh, yeah. So to make a long story short, we had a week to get to Torrington. So we thought, why not go and do a little exploring? Mm-hmm. We had had it inspected by an independent truck mechanic. Right, in Rapid nice. City. Yeah. yeah. And he filled up. We were down about a quart and a half. And he mm-hmm. had filled up that rear axle mm-hmm. with plenty of fluid. Right. He said, okay, you're good to go. But make sure you get it inspected by Ford. Right. That's the important thing. Right. We also had another another problem problem. come back. Mm -hmm. We had taken this in for warranty service and had the front driver's side leveling jack fixed. It had been leaking hydraulic fluid. Mm -hmm. Guess what? (laughs) The leak was back. Yep. And worse. So they thought they fixed it, but they really didn't. So then we had that problem to deal with also. Yeah. They said they had tightened it. When you tighten a hydraulic seal, you normally have to replace the O-ring. They must not have. Evidently not. Yeah. So it's leaking pretty bad. Yes. Now we've got that problem along with the rear axle. We're trying to take our mind (laughs) off of all this. Right. And we thought, okay, on the way, we could go to Devil's Tower. Well, 
On the way to Devil's Tower, we stopped at Sturgis. Sturgis, South Dakota. Mm -hmm. Famous place if you own a motorcycle. Oh, yes. <laughs> because the famous Sturgis Motorcycle Rally happens every August, right around the 1st of August, the 5th of August, somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. And it's 10 days long. Mm -hmm. It has street vendors. It has all sorts of clothes and food and concerts. Oh, yeah. And it's crazy. People come from all over the country. A half a million people. Yeah. Mostly on motorcycles. Could you imagine? That would be a blast. Yeah, really. <laughs> and we're talking all sorts of people. I mean, your traditional motorcyclists to CEOs mm -hmm. and very wealthy people who have bikes and love them. Yeah. They all converge on this little town of oh, 6,600 yeah. people. Mm -hmm. And they go nuts. Mm -hmm. When we were there, it was pretty quiet. Yeah, but, it was Memorial Day. Yeah, but it was a cute town. Yeah, it was. Very nice. And then from there, we went to Spearfish, which is the next town over, and we were hungry. It was about lunchtime. It's a cute little town. It is. And I found a restaurant. I found this pizza restaurant oh. called Pizza Dough Trader. It's amazing. Oh, that pizza was just fantastic. If you're in the area, it is worth the drive oh to Spearfish. Gosh and get yourself a pizza. I want to go back someday. Well, I'll tell you, the scenery is absolutely beautiful mm -hmm. there. It's so pretty. I mean, it's just a fantastic drive. It was, so we went to Devil's Tower from there. That was a lot of fun. It was. Then we went to Gillette. We spent a night in Gillette. When you're traveling in Wyoming and South Dakota, the winds can really pick up. Yeah. And we had some really fierce winds at night in Gillette. Mm -hmm. So little heads up, if you're pulling a big trailer, if you're driving a big RV, if you're driving a semi, there's signs all over the road say, be careful of winds, yeah. you know, it can get really gusty. So then we headed down to Torrington, Wyoming mm -hmm. to get our rear axle inspected. Yep, at a Ford dealership there. <laughs> yeah, pulled in. What did it take, 30 seconds for them yeah. to inspect it? They had to find out exactly what the make and the model of the axle was so they could order parts. Mm -hmm. And they said, yep, we're going to order parts and we're going to replace the bearings and rebuild the rear axle. And the parts could take anywhere from two to four weeks to come in. <laughs> so we were kind of stuck. But we thought we're really close <sighs> to Colorado. Right. Let's go to Colorado mm -hmm. and wait for the parts. Right. Yeah, so we went to Fort Collins, Colorado. And we thought from there we could go to Estes Park and Rocky Mountain National Park. Right. And really enjoy ourselves. Right. Boy, it was getting hot. It was over 100 degrees in Fort Collins. It was uh, so hot. I'll tell you, we were having rear axle problems <sighs> and had to have that fixed. But what happened next really took us to the brink of almost stopping doing this. Mm -hmm. This next problem was the biggest pain in the butt that you could think of. Mm -hmm. We left Torrington, headed to Fort Collins. When we got to Fort Collins, we were going to meet my niece, Sarah, her husband, Chris. Mm -hmm. And their little boy, Leon. Oh my goodness, this little boy, he's two years old, cutest little guy I've ever oh, seen. <laughs> man, he just like stole the show. What a doll. We were going to have dinner and mm -hmm. just kind of hang out at the RV yeah. and just kind of catch up. Yeah. We get to the RV park, and Patty says to me, I think the refrigerator stopped working. Yeah, the light was not lit. And I was like, what? And we opened the door, and there was no light coming on inside. I immediately <laughs> thought about Will, who we had met in yes. Rapid City, who told us his base star refrigerator had it just died. died. Yeah. And that they didn't know what caused oh it. Oh my gosh, we couldn't believe it. It's like, what? So I'm trying to figure out how can we get this back online. It runs either on propane or 120 volts or 
12 volts. Mm -hmm. Luckily, Sarah's husband, Chris, is an electronics engineer. And he said, you know, it might be on the circuit board and we're trying to trace it. We could not get the refrigerator Mm -hmm. to come back on. Yeah. It was sad because we have company. We're worrying about this problem. God, I'm so sorry, Sarah. And then I was thinking, well, we've got to get a cooler. We have to get ice. we got to save our stuff in the refrigerator. But we had a good time with them. It was so nice. We to got see some them. takeout food. Yeah. Uh, it was great seeing them. They stayed nearby in a hotel, so we saw them the next day. And We went to a liquor store and got a styrofoam cooler. Yeah, that's right. And then we went to Walmart and got a plastic cooler. Mm-hmm. And then we had to stop and get ice. Uh-huh. And that night we spent taking everything out of the refrigerator, throwing away stuff we didn't need, yeah. and packing it in ice. Oh. Little did we know that this was not going to end soon. No. (laughs) And every day, that ice would melt, so you had to drain out the water, Yeah. put in new ice. Oh, yeah. And we spent a fortune on ice. Oh, we did. Every day, we had to do that. The next morning, we called Newmar Corporation, the makers of the RV. Mm -hmm. They have really excellent customer service and we got their people on the phone and told them our refrigerator had died and we were in dire straits not the band just the way we felt right (laughs) and they were very sympathetic they actually gave us a list of a couple of rv places that we might be able to get service and they actually made a call to an rv dealer that was just south of fort collins Mm -hmm. to see if we could immediately get in there right they said it would take what at least two or three weeks yeah and we made the appointment just in case right and we thought okay they can fix the leveling jack yes and the refrigerator Mm -hmm. but how the hell are we going to wait three weeks on the refrigerator yeah it was 100 degrees there it was hot So Newmar Corporation also gave us a list of people to call to see if we could get immediate service. Mm -hmm. We found Lee, who was a retired RV mechanic. Yeah. And he said, bring it on over. Yeah, he lived in the area. He had a huge garage. He sure did. his own RV in the garage right Right. next to his house. So we knew we were with the right guy. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. He worked on his own RV. Yeah, and he'd been working on refrigerators, the Norcolds, for a long time. he really had. Now, this is a four-door, 12-cubic-foot, Norcold refrigerator, Model 1210. You might want to write that down and check if you have one, if you have an RV. So he immediately knew it was a 5-amp fuse on the circuit board that had blown. So he said, oh, it's just the fuse. You know, he replaced the fuse, and sure enough, the refrigerator started working. Yep, refrigerator camera. We thought, oh, great, thank you so much. Okay. It was just the fuse. Thank you. So we take our RV and leave there to go back to the Well, we're going to stop at Whole Foods. Well, right after we left his house... I went to the back and looked at the refrigerator, and it was dead. (laughs) The light was out, and the lights weren't on inside, so the fuse didn't work. We called Lee. Lee, what should we do? He said, you know, he says, I'm out of 5-amp fuses. Tell you what, let me call Norcold, their customer service and their tech support, and let me find out what this issue is. Something is blowing that fuse on the circuit board. We said, okay. So we went over to Whole Foods, got some more food to Mm -hmm. put in our coolers, hoping that our refrigerator could get fixed. Mm -hmm. And Lee called us as we were leaving Whole Foods. And he said, Jeff, he says, I got to tell you, I was on the line to technical support at Norcold. I was 60 in line, got up to two or three, and they hung up on me. He said, I did it a second time. Same thing happened. He says, I'm on hold again. I wish I could help you. So we had to go back to our camp. 
get more ice, mm-hmm. and do all that. So the next day, we called Numar again. Right. It's like, we still need help on this issue. So they gave us another couple names. We called a guy, and we were on the phone. It was a three-way call. Right. And the guy was great. He's like, oh, yeah, I can fix that. I oh, That's no problem. Yeah. Bring it to me. Yeah, he seemed a little too aggressive, but uh, he was real happy to work with Newmar. And Newmar, of course, has to give them a certain number. For the or, warranty. Right. Mm-hmm. So and, they gave him the warranty number. And it's an number. okay yeah, to the, do that service. Yeah, we were on the three-way call, and we both got the warranty number from Newmar. Right. But he said, I'm not available for another week. Right. So we had to wait a week. Had to wait a week for him uh-huh. to fix this. Yeah. More bags of ice. Oh. More emptying out coolers <laughs> yeah. of water, cold water. Oh, it was awful. And it was 100 degrees every yeah. day. It was. Oh, my gosh. And we're like, why this. Yes. We called a lot of people. We called a lot of dealers. We called a lot of repair people. Well, we did have that appointment. And nobody really could help us. No, we did have that appointment down in, I think it was Frederick, Colorado. Right. At that RV dealership. But it was like for a couple of weeks away. So we went down there. We actually went down We there. went to the service department to talk to them and say, help us. Get us right. in sooner. And Our refrigerator is dead. It's dead. And she said, well, I can't. She said, we're so busy. We're so There's no up. way. Yeah. But then she said, well, well, when you do come in for your appointment, it's just for a diagnosis. Right. So we're not, it's not like we're going to fix it. Right. We have to diagnose it and first. Then order parts, oh. and it could you know it could be a long time. Now we live oh. in the RV, kind of a problem working on it when you live in it. Yeah. Not the most easy situation. Right. So then, okay, it's like all right. We'll take it to the fast talking guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. do that on Tuesday. Which we did. We did. He said, have it here by 8.30 in the morning. We busted our butts to get there by 8.30. And when we got there, it was like he didn't know who we were. He didn't. It was like, um, oh, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, sure. I, yeah, yeah. I can fix this, you know. Yeah, he says, I'm going to need a, a number from Newmar. And I said, you have it Wait, already. you have the number. We were on a three-way conference call. Yeah, oh, so. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what it was, was it was just a small RV repair place, like maybe three garages and an office. And we put the RV right in the parking lot in the front by the road, gave him the keys, and left. He right. said, you know. Well, oh, yeah. I'll let you know when I look at it and tell you what it is. I'll call you later. Yeah. So here we are. You know, now we, what do we do? We didn't have any alternative. Yeah, we So didn't. we left the RV there. Now, it was approaching 100 degrees that day. Yeah. By noon, I was freaking out because he wasn't calling yet. And it was hot. I said to Jeff, I said, look, let's drive by. If it's still sitting in front and he hasn't even brought it in yet to look at it, we got to take it. We can't leave it there. Because it was over 100 degrees outside. It was all closed up. The windows weren't open. It wasn't running. There was no air conditioning on. And it was sitting there unlocked in the parking lot. Anybody could just walk in, you know? It's like... It was actually after 2 o'clock that we went and drove by the yeah, place. Yeah, and I said, okay, let's drive by. If it's still out front, we're taking it. And sure enough, it was sitting there. And we pull in. And they hadn't even looked at yeah, it yet. They hadn't touched it. He and says, well, I was going to get back to you by 5 o'clock. And it's like... So, oh, yeah, I've been out looking at it. But we talked to his partner. Yeah. And his partner said... No, we haven't looked at it yet. We haven't looked at it. We just oh. got back from lunch. I said, give me the keys. Yeah. We just took it and left. We it were so mad. It was the biggest disappointment. you oh. got to be careful who you let touch your RV. Yeah. Or trailer or any kind of repair person. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there are some bad ones out there. Yeah. But there's also a lot of good ones. But, you know, the interesting thing is I couldn't really make campground plans because we didn't know where we were going to be, if somebody was going to hold on to it for a while, what was happening. We just kind of had to wing it a bit. Right. Remember so from that? there, we had to go to a different campground. Yeah. 
we went to a different campground, which... Nice people, but... Oh, it was awful, and it was so hot it was and so dusty hot. and so dry. It was extremely dusty dry. As heck. The water pressure was terrible. Meanwhile, Lee had called us back and said, hey, if you ever find out what the problem is, I've got three dealers in Denver that have called me and want to know what is causing these refrigerators to yeah. quit because it's happening to other people. Mm, mm-hmm. The next morning, we called Newmar Corporation, got them on the phone, and said that we had exhausted everybody possible out here. They said to us, do you want to drive it across the country to Indiana, to the factory here, the service center, and we'll fix it? And we said yes. Yeah, we it had would, to. We had no choice. It would take us, what, three or four days? Yeah, four days. We left across the country. An hour later. We did. We packed up and left. We're Let's getting go. the hell out of here. Oh, my. It was 102 degrees. Oh. Gasoline was really expensive was in Colorado. so dry. I told Patty, if we have to, we'll push this RV to Nebraska to mm. get better prices on gasoline. Oh, yeah. So. My gosh. But we made it to the factory service center. Mm-hmm. For in, our second time. In Napanee, Indiana. To Napanee. And they took it apart, replaced the fuse, mm-hmm. and said... It's hey, fixed. it's working. It's, it's fixed. fixed. And we were like, no, 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 no. Not so fast. And he's like, oh, no, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. Well, the good thing was they fixed the jack, the leveling jack. They actually had the leveling jack company come in and fix it correctly. They actually so that got fixed. replaced the entire mm-hmm. jack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So the leveling jack is fixed. Yes. And supposedly the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. We stayed there a couple of days and it still was working. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, okay. All mm-hmm. right. I don't trust it. Yeah. So we left and decided to go to Ohio. Right. Since right we were, next door to Indiana. Right. We were close to Ohio and I just needed to get back to the eye doctor because I yes. was having some issues with my eyes. So I said, since we're so close, let's just go home for a little bit and I can get that looked at. And luckily we did that. Yeah. Because they were able to get it all fixed. Oh yeah. And so in the meantime, while we were in Ohio, guess what? The refrigerator <laughs> died again. again. Oh, my gosh. Now, by this time, I think it was like about three weeks, going on three weeks, Uh maybe. Luckily, we had kept the styrofoam cooler and the other cooler. Yeah, but by then, I said, no, I can't do this. I cannot do the ice anymore. We have to stop at a Walmart and get a little refrigerator. She was having kittens. I'd had it. It was very frustrating. I had had it. I just, it wasn't fun We were about ready to sell this thing. We were. We were about, and like, okay, that's it. We were about ready to burn it up and (laughs) torch it. (laughs) We were so mad. So anyway, make a long story Uh, short, we went to Walmart and we got a little plug-in refrigerator. And luckily, it would fit right under our table. it fit right under the table. And that really was helpful. That helped, but still, we couldn't put much in it, but at least it helped. But we were back on the phone to Newmark Corporation. Mm -hmm. We got an appointment. About a week later, it was around the 4th of July. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be on July 6th that they would service it. Right. On the phone with Numar, I said to them, look, I have got to have confidence that this refrigerator is going to work. It needs to be replaced. Mm-hmm. I want this thing out of here. And I want a refrigerator that I can have confidence in. Because my wife is going nuts and I'm going crazy too. This is not fun. No. Well, we got to Napati on the 4th of July. Mm -hmm. It's not easy finding a campground for the 4th of July holiday weekend. Right. But we were lucky. They said, oh, yeah, you can stay here. Yes. Even though they weren't going to look at us till the 6th. Right. So we got in there early, which was great. With our Walmart refrigerator. Yes. And our cooler. Mm Mm-hmm. They did find out what the problem was because we told them it's not the fuse. Yeah. 
the techs got together, they replaced the fuse, and one of the technicians said, you need to heat up the thermal couple so it turns on the fans. Mm -hmm. There are cooling fans in the side of the RV that help the refrigerator. Yeah. As soon as those fans went on... It blew the fuse. It blew the fuse. Uh Uh-huh. So they were able to pull corporate weight and get Norcold on the phone. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. The fans aren't good. Mm -hmm. We have replacements. Yep. Took a couple days to get there. It did. It did. And they sent two new fans. The technician said, the fans I took out of your RV... I wouldn't have put them in a computer. Yeah, yeah. He said these new ones are really what they should be and should do the job. Yeah. They installed the fans. The refrigerator went on. We were like, oh, no, we don't want this refrigerator. we still weren't. We don't trust this. We didn't. I mean, we had been dealing with this for a month, just over a month. It was crazy. By then. It really was. But I got to tell you, what I really liked about going to Napanee was that we met a lot of really nice people. Yeah, we did. And everybody had something in common. Something was wrong with their RV, yes. and they were there to get it fixed. So the stories were incredible. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, you'd yeah. meet people, and the first thing you'd say, what's wrong with your RV? Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, the power converter doesn't work, right? Mm-hmm. Or this doesn't work, or that's broken. Right. But we met Bonnie and Ken from Florida. Boy, were they nice. Nice couple. And they have a Vantana. Beautiful RV. Yeah, now those things are really nice. Their dishwasher didn't work. (laughs) Could you imagine having a dishwasher? I would love that. In your RV? (laughs) Yeah. Couldn't imagine. And um, their washing machine was leaking, so that's why they were there. Yeah. A leaky washer is not a good thing on an RV. Yeah. And then there was Beth and Paul. From Bakersfield, (laughs) California, they drove all the way across the country. Mm-hmm. In an RV exactly like exactly. ours. Exactly. Same with the size. the exact problem. Same. Their refrigerator had died. Yeah. And they drove all the way across the country. Yeah, it was really cute. To There's, get it fixed. Oh, my gosh. This was so funny. We invited them over. <laughs> when when they came in, Paul, I noticed Paul's shoes. They were exactly like Jeff's shoes. They had the identical <laughs> shoes. It was scary. It was so funny. It was same so cute. Same RV. Same problem. Yeah. Same shoes. Oh, we laughed. We all had a heck of a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. We did. Sure. It was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, it was a lot of fun, all right. Well, that part, you know, Thank meeting people. I always God, love that. the refrigerator was fixed. Yes, but we still didn't trust it. Yeah, we didn't. It was scary. But... Every time we'd walk by the refrigerator in this RV, we're looking. Is that green light on? Yes. And I thought, oh my God, if that light goes off, <sighs> oh. Well, our issues weren't even over yet by oh, that no. time. <laughs> we had another issue. Yeah. A big issue with the rear axle. Mm -hmm. It had to be rebuilt. And we got a phone call from Torrington, Wyoming. Hey, your parts are in. Yeah, your parts are in. Great. Great. We'll drive from Napanee, (laughs) Indiana to Torrington, Wyoming Mm -hmm. and get the rear axle fixed. Yeah, so here we were again going that way and took another four days or so. Right. We actually stayed in the parking lot of a Lowe's in Des Moines, Iowa one night. Mm-hmm, we boondocked. Yeah, that's called boondocking. Yes. That means that you're not using any hookups like electric or external water or sewer hookup or anything mm-hmm. like that. You're using your own facility. Yep. 
and that is your battery power, your generator, maybe solar power, whatever it takes for you to kind of survive on your own. That is called boondocking Mm -hmm. when you don't have any external hookups. And we plan to do a lot more of that, but we've stayed in Cracker Barrels, Mm -hmm. also Lowe's. Lowe's Mm -hmm. was pretty good. you got to make sure it's a good neighborhood, too. Mm -hmm. Always, always be careful of your surroundings. Right, and a lot of Walmarts. A lot of people stay in Walmarts, although Walmart is kind of, um, they're not letting that happen anymore because people are leaving trash. Right. So they're not too happy about that. You always have to check with the manager. Yep, got to check first. And it saves a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And you can also stay on BLM land for free. Now, BLM stands for Bureau of Land Management. And, of course, that's all out west. Right. Yeah, if you can find a place that the Bureau of Land Management owns, you can just stay on there for free and just, you know, you're out in the... Yeah, you're all by yourself. Yeah. Which is the whole idea. Yeah. uh We love it when we're by ourselves. We do. (laughs) No neighbors, nobody bother us. You don't hear anything. Yeah. (laughs) So, it's always a good thing. So, Uh after this whole refrigerator problem, did we live happily ever after... No. no. We had an issue with the rear axle, and little did we know that was going to turn into a bigger problem. Oh, yeah. That was a mess. It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends. <laughs>